Welcome back to another episode of the Sideline Podcast. Once again, I'm Charlie Eden, along with Eitan Levy. Today, today, we're going to be talking mostly about the upcoming NFL playoffs that start this weekend and a little bit about the NHL season that starts soon. So, first off, who? what are some teams that you like right now in the playoffs? All right, so for me... I I love, love, not a like a love the Ravens. The Ravens right now remind me a lot of the Chiefs last year. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Pat Mahomes, he was injured, but he didn't like put up like insane stats like he did the year before or like this year. Um, just like Lamar, like Lamar obviously put up great numbers, but you know, not like his MVP numbers. And they just have a lot of momentum like the Chiefs did. Um, they've just been steamrolling teams and I think they could really keep it going. I think it really matters. It depends on Lamar's throwing, to be honest, because their their defense is a great defense. Also, their running game is working a lot. J.K. Dobbins is playing amazing. Um, and yeah, they're definitely a love for me. They they ended. They played in the tough division. I think they're the best team in that division by far. Um. But yeah, they've they beat the Bengals thirty eight to three, the the Giants, my Giants, twenty seven to thirteen, and the the Jaguars. Like those those are like not that great teams, but you know what? A win's a win, and momentum is built off a win. So yeah, that's one of my. Here's favorite. what I here's where I, one I disagree with you that I don't think they're the best team in the division by far, only because Lamar Lamar Jackson's throwing is not at its full potential. I think if Lamar Jackson was as good a thrower as, let's say, Baker Mayfield, just to keep within the division, then they would be the best team by far. Um, but I still I do agree with you they are the best team in the division. And another thing that I like about the Ravens is I like when a quarterback like Lamar Jackson this year, it's all on the line for him. It's like He's played two playoffs now. He's been terrible in both playoff games he's played in. So it basically put up or shut up time for Lamar. And I think he's legit, so I think he's going to show up, which is why I like them this playoffs, because I think he has a lot to prove, and I think he wants to prove it. Yeah. So, so I expect him to play well. Yeah, and you would think that defenses would be able to figure him out, um, especially his running ability, but he just, like, continues to surprise people. He's been a lot, like, a much safer runner this year compared to last year. Like, he's not, like – running into people like he's sliding because you know it's a long it's a long-term deal he's a quarterback um but yeah they're they're a quiet team but they're building momentum yeah the momentum is big i would say if we want to go back a few years to when my eagles won the super bowl i although they didn't have carson wentz i always say without carson wentz they wouldn't have won the super bowl and they don't win the super bowl if they don't go if they don't go 13 and 3 in the regular season so it's basically the same thing with the Ravens. Like they're on a little bit of a run, so they've got that momentum, and their star quarterback isn't even injured, so they've got a lot of potential in the playoffs. Yeah, I would say the only, the only, the only way they lose their first game against the Titans would be is if their defense is really, really bad. And and the only reason I say that is because it is a possibility, as in Derrick Henry has owned that defense in the past. So if they if they let that happen again, then that could be a recipe for a loss, but I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to be the reason they lose if they do. Uh, yeah, I I agree. Um, you want to give me one of your loves, Charlie? 
I would say the team I love the most is the Bills. And you might say that's interesting because our, like they're not even the best team in the league. But the reason I love them the most is because I actually think that that although they're not the best team in the league, I still would say the Chiefs are the best team in the league. I think of all the teams in the of all the teams in the uh, AFC, they're the only ones with that are a real legitimate threat. I think to take down the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, you look at this Bills team; they're just all around a great team. They have a great wide receiving core. Their O line's been playing amazing. Josh Allen obviously is a top five quarterback this year. He's put up amazing numbers in the air and on the ground as well. Um, definitely top five offense, and their defense is just like yeah, quite to solid. the core. Quite they're, solid. Their um, secondary is led by Tre'Davious White. They also have Jordan Poyer. They have a great linebacking core with Jermaine Edmonds, um, and their D line is just solid. They don't have a lot of. I was listening to one of the games, and one of the announcers, I forgot who it was was saying, like, yeah, well, they don't have that many household names on that defense. Like, you have Tredavious White, yeah, but you don't have, like, a big star besides him. But, like, they're all just, like, quietly super good players. Like, they're just, it's a great team all around. I, I really love them. Also, go New York. I might become a Bills fan after they win. Um, <laughs> um, the, one, the one thing that they're lacking, I think, is a run game. So, I think if they had the run game, they would, they, I would honestly possibly consider them tied for best team in the league with the Chiefs. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I happen to have put Chiefs on teams I don't like for the same reason that I put Ravens on the team I like, which is their momentum. I feel like the Chiefs have, although they've won the past bunch of games, I think that they've been disappointing. Like, that game against the Falcons was very disappointing. The game against the Broncos was very disappointing. They looked pretty slow the past few weeks. It seems like they're almost cocky, which I hate yeah, to say in a way. because, I mean, how could you not be cocky? When you're that team. That's yeah, fair. when you're that good. Like, I love Patrick Mahomes, but yeah, he did look a little cocky there. But you know what? He's he's a winner if I've ever seen one, and he will definitely turn it on when he needs to. That's what I love about him. He, like, he's never he's never bad, you know? He could throw yeah. three picks in a game, but he'll score four touchdowns. Yeah. The, the reason they're on my dislike list is only because they were number one at week 11, but now now they've moved down to, to like, number two in terms of teams that I like in this playoffs. Yeah. So it's a little unfair to say that the second best team in the league is a second best team or the second on my list in terms of this playoffs right now is a dislike, but you know, that's how it goes. You were number one and you were number one by far. And now you look really beatable. That's going to get you on the dislike list. Yeah. Just about the bills run game. Like they obviously don't have an established run game. Like maybe the Ravens or the, like obviously the Browns or maybe the saints, but it's because they're an air raid offense. Like Josh Allen is throwing the ball like almost every single play. But what I, they have a talented backfield. They have Zach Moss out of Utah who has shown a lot of potential, and you have Devin Singletary who's who's just who, who's great at juking and is very agile. But yeah, you obviously don't see them run the ball a lot. And if it is whoever is running, it's going to be Josh Allen. Um, but yeah, I agree. Um, my I'll mention one of my loves. Um, I've loved this team for a while. I mean, how could you not? The Browns. I just, I just, it's astonishing how good they've been depending on a run game. Like, I don't think we've seen this strong of a run game for so long. And I talked about him in my, in the other podcast 
Um, but Baker lately has been throwing the ball very well. Like everybody knew he had it in and had it in him from college, but like he that offense is just based on game flow, which is which is good. It's the future. The one I I don't the one thing I don't like about the Browns is also the thing that I love about the Browns because I love that the Browns have this weird thing where there's going to be one game where they play badly, um, and then and then Baker Mayfield's going to have to shut up the haters. So he's going to the next few games he's going to play lights out, so everyone everyone stays quiet, and then they're going to have another bad game. They do that little cycle. So I love that about them, but at the same time, I hate that about them in terms of playoffs because all it takes is for that one bad game to show up and you're out. I really think, in a way, I really think the Browns got lucky that they're playing the Steelers first round because. The Steelers are also full of bad games, so it's so, funny because they're gonna play the Steelers twice in a row. Yeah, and yeah, it is. It it makes it it makes it very interesting, and I. But it make it's it, it, it's also fortunate for them, and it's it's un, it's unfortunate that I that I'm saying this because I, I, I guess I feel for Browns fans in a way. I I wish upon them good football luck, but. I think they're gonna. I think they're lucky they're playing the Steelers first round because I think come second round I don't think they're better. I don't think they're as good as these other teams. Yeah, I mean, I don't think their defense is that great. I think their defense could get tired. They obviously have a lot of talent with Miles Garrett. Um, but I'm looking at Baker's numbers, and if he keeps his numbers down, like the the interceptions down, he has eight interceptions this year, which is pretty good. Um, but you know, a run game is crushed by turnovers because you obviously lose the ball. But if they just keep on running the ball and Baker doesn't turn over the ball, like they're 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 gonna get to the red zone very easily. Um, and what it very is for me, in the red zone. what it is for me is if let's say the Ravens and the Bills both win their first round matchups, which is which is what I think will happen. Ravens beat Titans, Bills beat the Colts, and let's say the Browns beat the Steelers. Baker Mayfield will then be the worst quarterback left in the playoffs, and I don't think he's talented enough to up to climb. To climb that hill. Yeah, but I mean, upsets a, happen, but I don't just don't think he's talent, talented enough to climb that hill. Here's the thing with that offense. It doesn't matter how talented he is. If he's able to manage the game properly, he's good because that, that offense depends on the run game. So I think what he's really grown as is a game manager, and he makes the throws to the outside when he needs to. He's good at – he's great at the two-minute drill, um, and that's what matters. Like, he, if he needs to run, he'll run, but he's – if he's safer with the ball and he doesn't turn it over, I think that he's good. Again, I, I don't see them beating the Bills or the Chiefs or, um, yeah, or any of them, but I think they can make it far. If It's just if you look at their schedule, there are some duds on here. They lost to the Jets. Um, they yeah, well, barely squeaked on by the, the Jets, Texans. I wouldn't even count that loss to the Jets, to be honest. They didn't Why have not? any other wide receivers. But, yeah, okay. keep on going. They do Fine. have some duds. They do have some duds, and that just scares me. Like, yeah. they got crushed by the Ravens the first week. They got crushed by the Steelers a few weeks after that. They barely squeaked one by the Texans. That was, like, the saddest game of football I've seen all season. Do you – yeah, do you think – There's just some duds there. There's always one or two teams in the playoffs that dud. Like, last year you saw the Bills who choked in the – against uh, the Texans – you saw the Ravens choke against the Titans. Like, do you think this Cleveland team is like deemed to have a dud? Not necessarily, but 
It's just the reason I don't have them on my like list, even though I like watching them play because I think they're talented and they've got a lot of guys that are fun to watch. The reason they're not on my like list and they're closer to my hate list is because in the back of my mind, I can't let go of the fact that, that it's possible that they have a dud. And of all the teams in the playoffs, of all the teams in the playoffs, it seems like the Browns are the most volatile in terms of dud or stud game. Yeah. Is, is all I mean. Yeah. So another team that I dislike, I would say pretty strongly, I'd say they're my least favorite teams in the playoffs, is the Bears. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't want to say they don't deserve to be in the playoffs because obviously they do because they're in the playoffs. But this Saints-Bears game feels like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to be really smart when they play just because you don't want the Saints to explode on them. Um, I'm actually – they played the Saints earlier this season, and they only lost by three points in OT, but that's obviously not going to happen again. Um, but, yeah, I, they're, they're the second-worst team in the playoffs behind the, uh, you the think, Redskins. You think, you think the, the Washington, Washington team is worse? Oh, yeah. No, I think the Washington team is better. I honestly think the Washington team I've, is I've, We both watched the Washington football team – twice this year and the Giants beat them twice the Giants beat them twice and the Giants aren't a great team I think that their defense is super talented Chase Young is great but like their offense like Alex Smith is I don't think he's good enough to play to win a playoff game here's the interesting thing about that in terms of who's worse Bears uh Washington I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is good to good to play a playoff game either but the thing is with Alex Smith, I think the, the Washington team knows what they're going to get. They're going to get a very mediocre game. Maybe he'll throw a touchdown. He'll have a couple nice plays. He'll probably turn it over one time. There's going to be a lot of checkdowns. It's not going to be very explosive. And they can plan around that. And they have. They're five. They're, they're what? They're like four and one, five and one with the Alex Smith, something like that. Yeah. Um, but with Mitch Trubisky, it's, he's had a couple good games this season. But it is very possible that Mitch Trubisky just is not hitting anyone. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's a hit or miss. I think he could potentially just go out and throw three touchdowns and have an interception and win a game for them. But I think that's going to happen once this playoffs, if it even happens at all. Um, but that's what I like about him. You can't win playoff games playing conservatively. You know, you got to have uh, Nick Foles' Super Bowl appearance. Like, you, you got to take some – some yeah, risk. I get, I get that, but I don't think I don't think the game where Mitchell Trubisky blows up is is this game against the Saints. Yeah, in his I first agree ever playoff you. game. I agree with you. So, I would say those teams are definitely in the bottom two. Oh yeah, for sure, no doubt. And I think both of those teams are going to get crushed this weekend. I mean, I have the Bucks on my love list, and you have, you actually have the Saints on your hate list. So you can talk about that. Yeah, because I I I happen to like the Saints. They're not on my list, but I happen to like the Saints. And I assume that you would have too, but yeah. So like, I'm seeing here otherwise. I wrote Breeze is older for this. I, I they're they're gonna beat the Bears. I ju- I'm just thinking long term for this this playoff team. Their defense is amazing. It's it just matters what Breeze can do. We've seen Breeze play and make some really bad plays this year, but maybe he'll show up. Maybe he's fully healed from his rib injury. And if Michael Thomas, I would is say back, we've only seen. Breeze and Michael Thomas play maybe uh-huh. I, maybe uh-huh. like once this year. Honestly, was it only week one? 
like very few times, and maybe maybe yeah, I forgot it was it was played. past week one. I think it was one of the later later weeks. Well, they both played week one. Maybe, yeah, maybe okay, fine. Weeks. So maybe it was, but week maybe one. I've forgotten how good they were together. Um, yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, Michael Thomas has not showed up so far this season, but it might be because of the backup quarterback thing. Yeah. Um, so if that's what you want to credit it to, then yeah, he could definitely blow up. I think of all of all the teams within this new format, I think by far the Saints the Saints are losing the most because as the two seed in their conference, like like you said, Breeze is older. I think he he would benefit a lot from this the bye week to get rest. But now that they don't have it, I think he's of all the teams. The Saints are the one that is, they're getting hurt the most by the, uh, by the by the uh, new format. Yeah, they're calling it the Bucks, super. What are they calling it? Super Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. I kind of like that. Actually, I kind of like cool. that too. Which which game is going to be on Nickelodeon? That's my big question. <laughs> I think the I actually think it's the Buccaneers game. The Bucks game. <laughs> it's okay because no one wants to watch that game anyways. Yeah. So exactly. The Bucks are a team that I like. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks. I don't think the Bucs are going to go to the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I wouldn't be surprised either. Honestly, yeah, best Brady play- in the they playoffs the playoff. that we're yeah. with a loaded offense. That's looking yeah, that really offense is good. so talented. Oh, my God. And Antonio Brown, he went off uh, last week. Like, Antonio Brown is that, what, still what a what top five back? receiver. He's still a top five receiver. I don't know if I agree with that, only because I haven't seen him play in a long time. Um, but before these few games. But yeah, that that offense is overall stacked. They could have three top receivers, Brown, Godwin, and Evans. Oh, for sure. Could be top three receivers, or all top three receivers. And their run game ain't that bad either. Yeah, it's really not. When Ronald Jones is 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 playing well, that team is 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 hard to play defense against. Yeah, he's such an aggressive runner. He has these. He reminds me of Derrick Henry. He's. Yeah, he is aggressive. He likes he slices up the middle. He's also got those like long legs, you know. Yeah, he he's good. He's good. He's underrated running back. He is. Yeah, it got him. It took him a little while to start in the NFL, but yeah, he he's averaging five yards per carry and seven touchdowns. Like he's not bad. Yeah, not at all. Um, I think the one thing we're missing from the Bucks so far is. A real proof that they're a top team. Like there are other other teams, other top teams, like the Packers, for example, who destroyed the Titans. There have been glimpses where it's like this is this is a Super Bowl potential team, but it feels like the Bucks all season have been a little too up and down. So there hasn't been a moment where we're all just we're all just thinking, yeah, this this team is for real. But in terms of talent, they seem they they're definitely on paper for real. And if that can translate into onto the field, then oh yeah, definitely Super Bowl potential. Yeah, def- I think what broke the camel's back, in my opinion, with this Bucks team is when they lost to the Rams. Like the Rams, obviously, I, the Rams on prime time are just such a good team. You give Sean McVay that extra night to to kind of prepare. They're just you know what so it is? Good. Sean McVay knows he's on prime time, so he's just planning like. He's got a primetime game in week four, let's say, at the start of the season. He's not even coaching week one, two, or three. He, he's only focused on the primetime game. So you're going to get a sluggish Rams team, one o'clock on week one, you know, four o'clock on week two, yeah. one o'clock again on week three, and the second you get to Sunday night, 
that's where they're showing up. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's how it goes. That's my theory now. Because you're right about that. It honestly feels like the Rams are just only good on prime. And they look so good, too. Like, literally everything clicks for them. It doesn't make any sense. Rams are the team for me in this playoffs that are middle of the pack, consistent in terms of talent. It's like there's no, there's no crazy star. Like the Browns have OBJ if he was playing, you know, Bills have Josh Allen, Chiefs have Tyreek Hill. I feel like there's no one like that on the Rams. Everyone is just at least on, their at least on the Rams offense. On their, offense. on their offense. That's what I mean. The Rams offense, it's like you got a bunch of consistent players across the board. So it's like they're they they do not have a huge high ceiling, but they don't have a low floor. It's like they're running along that twenty to like twenty to like twenty seven point range just every game. Yeah, I mean the Rams they just constantly like surprise everybody and then disappoint them the next week. Yeah, they do. It, it, the The Rams or Seahawks game for me is the best best games to watch. We'll start to, we'll start talking about those because one division rivalry, but two, kind of like what you said, there's so much mystery with these with this game because the Rams the Rams will pop off one week, disappoint everyone the next week. And the, it seems like the Seahawks have been the same way for the second half of the season. So there's just so much toss-up. It's going to be yeah, so Seahawks fun. the Seahawks have really, like, they've been super quiet. I remember the first few weeks, everybody had, like, rust for MVP, rust for MVP. And, like, DK's a beast, which he, he's good. Not as good as A.J. Brown, but... <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be a really weird game. And I feel like they've... I mean, you have it as your worst game to watch. So we honestly... You might have it as your worst game to watch for the exact reason that I have it as my best game. All right, I'll tell you what. Well... I partly wanted to rival you just, like, for fun. But yeah, um, the reason I had it as my worst game to watch, which for my, it's my opinion, is because I feel like they've always had – they always have these, like, defensive showdowns where kind of, like, the offense fumbles the bag where it's usually, like – like, yeah, like, the last game they played, which was week 16, it was 20-9 to 9 Seahawks. Like that's, yeah, they do have games like that. They do have games like that. And I feel like the Rams always have games like that where it's just their offense. And, like, if the Seahawks want to make this game interesting, they're really going to have to turn it on. Because also, golf isn't – golf is might not play. Like, he, he watched broke his thumb or something like that. So, it's going to be run game for Rams. Oh, fine. So, if golf isn't playing, then I'm going to have to change my opinion. But assuming that golf plays, which I've heard that he might, then – or I've read that he might. Definitely, I would say this is the best game to watch, only because, the only because the division rivalry with that mystery is just too exciting to pass up on for me. Also, great story about this game: Andrew Whitworth, the third late thirties, um, left tackle, tore his ACL. I want to say like week two. He's coming and back. He's coming back, baby. Oh, that's great. That is great. Yeah. So, if this is your worst game to watch, what's your best game to watch? Ravens Titans. Two of the yeah. most explosive offenses in the league going off against each other. Is Derrick Henry going to have, what, 300 yards on the ground? Maybe, maybe not. Um, is Lamar going to also have maybe like 150 yards on the ground? Maybe, maybe not. And I just love both these offenses. Like Tannehill is so fun to watch. You might not think he is, but he's so fun to watch. And Yeah, I was actually about to say that Tannehill, if Tannehill is at the top of his game, this game is really exciting. Yeah, and it's also and a undeniable. rematch from last year. Yeah, I love that. Love the re- the revenge game is an exciting is, is is an exciting aspect of it. Yeah. If this if these two teams are in the same division, it would be my best game to watch as well. 
But I think the, just the Rams Seahawks have that division feel, which just pushes them over the edge. It's too bad they're making that the one o'clock game. That would have been a good. Yeah, that could be. That game. could be the sun. Yeah, that could be the primetime game. I think it's because. I wonder actually if it's because of market. I mean, if it feels like none of these teams are necessarily huge markets when you want to think of the ginormous market teams. Yeah, um, but I would say that, like, maybe Pennsylvania, Cleveland is big enough for them to want to make that the Sunday night game. Yeah, but or maybe it's because maybe they just deemed it the best division game. Yeah, that's like the situation I get. But like these are the Browns and Steelers are definitely not two of the most exciting teams to watch. Yeah, if I'm if I'm picking. If I'm if I'm picking my second favorite game, my second most exciting game, it's definitely that one. And the Ravens Titans game is gonna go down to the wire. Derrick Henry, I've watched him so many times because he was on my fantasy team. Hashtag rip the season. Um, he he could get like maybe sixty, even like forty yards in the first half, and then add like maybe like twenty in the third quarter, but could explode for literally hundred and forty yards in the set in the fourth quarter. This game is yeah, gonna go down is, to the he wire. Has that potential. He does. He does. Yeah. So my worst game to watch is the Bears versus Saints. Only because I think the Bears suck and I think the Saints are gonna wipe the floor with them. And yeah, a blood is fun until like the third quarter. Yeah, maybe they'll put Taysom Hill in. Honestly would Taysom Hill could add uh, on it. Is starting Taysom Hill in this game the call? Why? Because you think you want to give Drew Brees another week of rest? Drew Brees another week to rest. And Taysom Hill, when he played, yes, he played the Falcons twice, but he looked good. Like he, he was explosive. He. Uh, here's, how I, here's how I'm going to think about it. I, I get what you're saying, and, and that he could win the game, and that it gives Drew Brees rest. In a regular season game, Taysom Hill and the Saints versus the Bears, I'm picking the Saints, 100%. But not confidently enough that I think it. I think you would, I would ever consider starting him in this game. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It was a bold call. I honestly think that the Saints should have kept Taysom Hill at QB against the Chiefs. I really do. That would be a really good testament to. His ability to not only be a franchise quarterback, but just to, to defeat like really good teams, and it would also give Drew Brees more time to rest. Like they, yeah, I I get I get the point of what you're saying, but it's just you got you got to put your best foot forward every playoff game, and the Saints know that Taysom Hill is not their best. Yeah, foot you're right. So they would never. You're right. Do that. You're right. They would never do that. Um, my most meaningful game is Browns versus Steelers in terms of. What's on the line? I think the Ravens-Titans game is meaningful a lot more for the Ravens than it is for the Titans. But this Browns-Steelers game, if the Browns win, if the Browns own the Steelers, I think Big Ben, the Big Ben era in, in Pittsburgh is over, Yeah, I think. If the Steelers own the Browns, there is not going to be a single football fan on this earth who is not thinking to themselves, is Baker Mayfield legit? You think? That's I think I think that's the I think everything's on the line. It also kind of shows like, hey, like Cleveland, take the back seat. We're still we're still the boss here. Yeah. Yeah. That is just such a stacked division. Steelers Steelers have been the division 
since basically since Ben Roethlisberger entered the league, the Steelers have been the uh, the consistently oh, through that from that time period the division like owner, I guess if you want to call yeah, it that. Yeah, the daddies. So if they if they <laughs> yeah exactly if they beat the Browns, then that'll show that it's not over and it, it'll just confuse everyone. At least everyone on the Browns. Or all the Browns fans. Yeah. And I agree with you, Charlie. This game just has so much. It's not only a playoff game. It's a... Like, yeah, it's nice to win a playoff game. But against your rival who you played last week, too. Yeah, I love the back-to-back week. <laughs> and thing. also the the drama with what happened last year. With Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett. Craziness. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the whole... The whole the whole thing is is makes this game fun. Yeah. Who is your biggest X factor in the playoffs? So I know we talked about the Rams a lot, but I actually had two X factors. The kind of the Rams team as a whole. I said the Rams defense, like they've shut down the Seahawks before. Um, but Goff might not play, so they have to be extra on their game. And and we've seen the Seahawks team kind of like like play bad offensively against the Giants, even like. They're not such an explosive offense that's always going to be amazing, um, like maybe the Chiefs or Saints. Uh, yeah, they really cooled off. They cooled off. I mean, is Russ going to cook? I don't know. Maybe playoff Russ is bad. Nothing, nothing, honestly, nothing suggests that he will. Yeah, nothing Necessarily. Does. It would have to be. He could. I'm not, I'm not, not like totally throwing that possibility out, but. No, there's no definitive evidence that he will. Yeah, and I, w- I said the Rams run game, I, as I said, again, golf is going to be injured, and the Seahawks do not have such a great run game, and they could just run on top of them, and it's a playoff game like that runs a lot of clock down, not giving Russ a lot of time to cook. So, yeah, yeah. the Rams, I guess, team as a whole is my X factor. I would say mine is Phillip Rivers. Um, congratulations, Colts. You get to be mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> only because pers- from his personal career standpoint, he's not a playoff winning quarterback. And I think he wants to prove it to himself that he's a playoff winning quarterback. Um, so he's going to want to show up. And overall, this is a pretty talented team. The run game is fantastic. The defense is good. The, just everyone else on that team is consistent. So if he's on the money, then it's da- they, the Colts are dangerous. They could really take the Bills toe-to-toe. Yeah. Um, this – this Colts team almost seems like it's in its prime, right? It's just such a shame that they don't have a answer at quarterback. I mean, Philip Rivers is great, or he's played. But fine. I don't think he's going to be. No, he's not going to be the next year. Want like a like a young QB, like a Joe Burrow, obviously, or even like a Jalen Hurts. There. I wonder if they're going to go after Deshaun Watson or Carson Wentz. It might Honestly, be, they might. I feel like Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz might be a better. Fit for them just because Frank Reich, Frank Reich, and his asking price is going to be significantly lower than Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, that's true. if I'm any team in the NFL that doesn't have a franchise QB and like franchise franchise QB, like I'm saying, I'm saying the Giants too, who I literally hate, Daniel Jones. Like I'm calling up the Texans, seeing what the price is for Deshaun Watson. He led the league in passing yards this year. Um, he's clearly a franchise quarterback. And yeah, you're giving anything. I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's amazing. If you're if you're if you're in the weird quarterback limbo, where your quarterback isn't necessarily bad enough to give up give up on him just yet, but you don't have a superstar and you're not thinking about trading for Deshaun Watson, then you're crazy. Yeah, he also fills seats. He's great from a business. Yeah, standpoint. he does. He's great to market around. He's always been in the spotlight. 
Yeah. There's there's no there's no there's no downsides to trading for him. Yeah. Um, one more thing about Philip Rivers, as I, as we had just been saying, he's he might not be there next year. The only way he saves himself and ends up and ends up being there next year is if he makes a deep run and he'll he'll end up pulling a Joe Flacco. Like Joe Flacco wins a Super Bowl, so they feel obligated <laughs> to give him a huge contract. Well, I think if Phil if Philip Rivers makes the run, then he can do that for himself. Joe Flacco was a lot younger. I think if he makes, if they win the Super Bowl, he's retiring, no doubt. No doubt retiring. So he'll be in the league next year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he might retire regardless. Um, yeah, I don't think, if he gets, if he doesn't get a contract that he wants, then I think he will. I also will. don't see another team signing. He's got a lot, he's got a lot of kids, he's got a lot of kids to take care yeah, of. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> I also don't see a team sign, like what team would sign him? You know? Yeah, honestly, it's a good point. I'd rather draft than sign. All right, let's quickly go game by game and make our picks real quick. Colts, Bills, I got Bills. I got Bills. Buccaneers, Washington, I got Buccaneers. I got Bucks as well. Saints, Bears, Saints. Saints. Rams, Seahawks, I got Rams. Oh, actually, Rams if Jared Goff plays. If, I Seahawks, don't know, man. It's not prime time. I don't know. I, it's, I, it's such I don't, a tough I don't, one. I don't, like, I don't so trust the Seahawks. Tough. I think if Jared Goff is playing, I'm going Rams. You know what? I'm going Seahawks. Shout out to Toby Olsen. I don't like to support him, but I'll go Seahawks. Shout out anyways. <laughs> um, Ravens, Titans. Ravens, I think. Yeah. In a close I one. Think Raven, I think Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Browns, Steelers. Browns. Go Steelers. I know you want to. Yeah. No, I I, I really do want to because, I, like I said before, it's just I can't. I cannot get out of the back of my head that the Browns are due for a dud, but Browns. I'm going Browns. Steelers are also due for a dud. So who's your who's your Super Bowl winner? Um, I think Packers are going to make it to the Super Bowl, and then if the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, I think the Chiefs are going to win. The Packers are going to win, though, if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl. I am a very firm believer in the MVP curse, and I do believe Aaron Rodgers is going to win it by a landslide. So I think no matter who makes it to the Super Bowl against the Packers will win. I'm willing to put $1,000 on it. The curse is real. The Madden curse isn't real, but the MVP curse is 100% real. You you, you were right about that, by the way. I was so, I was so strong on uh... – Patrick Mahomes winning MVP a bunch of weeks ago. I, and you were saying Rodgers was going to win it. Rodgers, he's, he's just had, felt like he had something to prove, and he, he, he proved yeah. it. Um, my Super Bowl winner is the Ravens, I think. I, really? I really like the bold call because, you know, bold call, you look back at it, and if they don't win, you're like, okay, whatever, he's being stupid. It was a if bold call. Do, if they do win, I'm going to look like a You look genius. like a genius. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's move on from NFL. Talk about the NHL a little bit. All right, so um, the new format. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of take the lead on this one. So the NHL, as most of you guys know, plays an 82 game season. This year they will be playing a 56 game season, and they have specific new divisions that are based on location and country. So um, there's going to be a Canada division with the Oilers, the, the Flames, the Canucks, etc. Um, and then there's going to be uh, like a Northeast division with the, the Capitals, the, 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 the Bruins, the Rangers, the Devils, and, and so and so. 
Um, and it makes it super hard because the there's some really good divisions. Like the division that the Rangers are in um, is like insanely good. And I it's too bad because the Rangers are a good team. And I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, so the, the format is the top four teams in each division will play each other out, one versus four and two versus three. And then the winners of that division kind of little tournament plays the winners of other divisions and then it will be like stanley cup so it's it's very it's like a tournament within a tournament and i i like it a lot yeah that's pretty cool it's different my question is are they going to count if i look at this stanley cup whoever wins am i looking at it in the same way as compared to maybe two years ago no i don't think, I don't so, think either. so but you know what it's it's cute i like it this is the difference with this this new format and how the NBA did the bubble last year is that I don't think anyone looks at the Lakers and is like, they did not win a legitimate championship because the whole season basically stayed the same, except a few teams weren't there and you're, you happen to not be playing at your home court. But this is way different. Like, let's just say, for example, the Golden Knights, they, you know, they, they play their division. They're the number one seed. Let's say they go to seven games with the four seed. Let's say they go to seven games with the Ducks, let's just say. In the first round, then they go to seven games with the Blues in the in the in the, the the division championship. They'll have played the Ducks like fourteen times, and the Blues like fourteen times. And then let's say they go to the Stanley Cup, whoever they play, and they end up winning it. We're gonna look back on it and just think to ourselves, yeah, they kind of bested. They basically got the best of like fourteen. Yeah, yeah. But what I like about this a lot is that it builds rivalries. Like you're gonna have the Rangers play the Islanders and Devils like four, like twelve times each, which is just sick. Like the fights are gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, so I think it's good exciting. for the culture and it's a fun system. Like who doesn't like that? It's it is. And honestly, of all the COVID precautions that are being taken right now by leagues, this is by far the best one. Yeah, no doubt. I love the Canada division. I love that that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's good because a lot of. A lot like the Canadian teams don't really play each other that much. There's one huge rivalry, which is between the Flames and the Oilers. Um, but then like they're like like you could say the Leafs and the Canadians, but they're not that big rivalries anymore, just because they're in different divisions. So as I said, it's gonna bring back like good rivalries and it's gonna establish new rivalries. Yeah, that's true. The one so one thing quickly about the Canada division. Imagine if you win that division. You can basically, for the next year, frame yourself as like the king of Canada, which is which is awesome. Yeah, the, which is awesome. You get bragging rights. Exactly, over an entire country. <laughs> entire country. Um, although the one thing that I think is bad about this format is, just in general, we're it's it's very possible that the last four teams remaining in their little Stanley Cup Stanley Cup playoffs after each team does their little after each division does their own little tournament is way more likely we get a mediocre team in there. Like what if, what if the central division is just overall bad? That's the thing. They're and weaker you're division get, than other ones. You're going to get, you're going to get, let's just say the Panthers just, you know, they somehow squeak through that whole division, but that whole division is just mediocre. Yeah. That's that thing. would never happen in a regular season, which I guess is another reason why there's an asterisk on this season. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. So in hockey, it's, like, some teams could just be surprisingly really good. Like, last year, 
nobody expected the Canucks to be really good, and they were insane. Like they made it far. I'm pretty sure they they made it to the playoffs. Um, and like the Blue Jackets, nobody expected them to be good, and they also made it to the playoffs. So it's kind of like it's unpredictable. Like the Flyers too. Um, so it's not like one team is really that much more like dominant than others, but we'll see. I'm interested uh-huh. to see how it plays out. All right, let's go division by division and make picks. I don't actually know anything about hockey, as you know, so I'm going to make blind picks, and it would be awesome if mine were better than yours at the end of the season. All right, so for the central division, I would say the Lightning is a guarantee. The Hurricanes are also a guarantee. Um, I would say the Red Wings are definitely eliminated because they're rebuilding. The Stars just made it to the the cup finals, but they could honestly not make it. Like, this is a pretty good division, I would say. So I would say Lightning, Hurricanes, Stars, and Predators. That's what I was actually about yeah. to say. As I say, Lightning, Hurricanes, Stars, Predators, and I think the Lightning are making it out of there. Yeah. Um, for the East Division, I would say definitely the Bruins. The Capitals could drop drop an egg, not going to lie. Bruins, Flyers. Flyers were good last year. Um, the Penguins can also drop an egg. They're getting older. Um, but I would say them, and you know I'm going to sneak my Rangers in. The Sabres could also, they, they just signed Taylor Hall from Arizona. He's really good. Um, They could sneak into it. But, yeah, I'm going my Rangers, Flyers, Capitals, and Bruins. I'm going to go Bruins, Flyers, Sabres, um, and I'll do Rangers <laughs> to be nice to you. Also, the Islanders. And I'm going to say the Bruins. Islanders Bruins are going to make it out. Yeah, the Bruins are a good team. They, they'll probably make it out, too. I actually happen to know that. Of all, of all the things that I don't know, I actually do know that. Yeah. So West Division is fairly easy to predict because a lot of these teams are rebuilding. Like the Kings. Are all right. Rebuilding. So let me let me make a guess first. Let me make a guess right. first. Then, Blues. Yeah. Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Wild. And the Ducks. And uh, not really. You you were good. You were good. Blues definitely. Golden Knights definitely. The Avalanche could be the best team in the league this year. Oh wow! Um, and maybe the Coyotes. Maybe the Coyotes. The historically, the historically bad Coyotes. Yes, very historic. That would be kind of awesome. Yeah, they made it last year, but they lost in the first round to the to the Avalanche. All right, next division, the Canada division. They call it the North Division. I like that. Um. All right, so this is interesting because these are teams that can completely flop out or do insane. But I'm going to go Oilers, Canucks, Maple Leafs. And then that last one, it could be Flames or Jets. And the Canadians made it last year. I don't know. I think the Canucks, Leafs, and Oilers are – I'm confident that those three teams will make it. But I will give the Jets the upper hand on this last one. And I'm going to say that – I don't know. Maybe it's the Leafs here. I don't know. The Leafs usually get eliminated in the first round. Like, that's a hockey meme. But, yeah, I'm giving it to the Leafs. So, Oilers, that's the team with the best player in the league. McDavid. Remind me his name. McDavid. McDavid. So, them, uh, Jets, Flames, Maple Leafs. All right. And then I'm going to say the Jets make it out. And then Lightning, Lightning beat the Sabres. And then the Avalanche, because you said they're going to be the best team in the league, beat the Oilers, uh, beat the, uh, who did I just say? The, the Oilers. Uh, I don't even remember. The Oilers. No, the Jets. Sorry. I, oh, the Jets. Jets. I don't even remember. 
the uh, the Avalanche beat the Jets, and then the Avalanche win it all because you said they're the best. Interesting. Team. So I'm gonna say that you know what? Do do the Lightning make a repeat? Yeah, I'll go Lightning beat the Bruins. I'm gonna go the Avalanche beat the the Maple Leafs. And I'm gonna go Avalanche win it all against um against the Lightning. Okay, so we're both Avalanche fans this year. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay, that was a that was a nice little NHL uh, preview, preview. For you guys. That's that's about the most that we can do based on my lack of knowledge. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll gain some. So this thank year. you guys. Yeah, I will. I will. So thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Peace.